This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You know, for a long time, I used to watch all these really crappy Robert De Niro and Al Pacino films from the 2000s and 2010s. The two guys are probably my two favourite actors of all time, but they've been in some absolute stinkers since the turn of the 21st century. I always used to watch these films in the hope that one or two of them might be decent, or at least De Niro or Pacino, usually looking bored out of their brains, would give a half-decent performance. I tell you man, I sat through some absolute crap. Jack and Jill, Red Lights, Hangman, The Son of No One, Grudge Match that De Niro did with uh, Sylvester Stallone, Killer Elite, and of course, the crowning achievement, the big De Niro Pacino re-team up after Michael Mann's heat, Righteous Kill. I eventually stopped. I stopped watching these kind of films because it was depressing the hell out of me. And I knew I was just wasting my time and playing into the very reason these huge actors had been cast in these shit films in the first place. That's not to say there hasn't been a few decent De Niro and Pacino projects, nor that the duo haven't earned the right to grab an easy paycheck or take some easy roles. But throughout all this time, I was waiting for The Irishman, a big Scorsese gangster film that would reunite the two and hopefully give us a great film. The Irishman eventually came out, and it was indeed a great film, and the two actors left us with one last great performance in a crime film. But now, here I am again. Fishing through direct-to-DVD crap and movies released on demand to find some decent De Niro films. To be fair, he's done a few decent films recently and might be in the middle of some kind of renaissance. The Irishman was his best role in more than a decade. He had a supporting role in the Joker movie that was released in 2019, a very good movie. He's also going to have a big role in Martin Scorsese's next film, Killers of the Flower Moon, and he signed on to an upcoming James Gray picture. Anyway, Heist is one of the many Robert De Niro movies that came and went in the run-up to The Irishman, one I watched for the first time very recently. Released in 2015, it follows Jeffrey Dean Morgan, a guy who works at a casino, who teams up with another casino employee, played by Dave Bautista, to rob the casino. Morgan's character, Luke Vaughan, is doing this because he is desperate to secure the medication for his infant daughter, who has cancer. Yeah, I know, it's very, very typical. The casino boss is a cutthroat man known as the Pope, played by Robert De Niro, who has a few daughter issues of his own. Vaughan tries to get a loan from the Pope. After all, the two have known each other for yonks, but he doesn't budge. The robbery takes place, and after a firefight between the robbers and the casino goons, Vaughan, Batista and another guy hijack a bus, taking the passengers hostage and engage in communications with the pursuing cops to try and get away scot-free knowing that the Pope will be sending people of his own to take back his money. You know, I actually liked Heist, which was also known as Bus 657 in some places. It is a pretty average crime film, decent for a one-time view when you're bored, and it is a decent heist film, a kind of Ocean's Eleven for the first half hour and then a speed ripoff for the rest of the runtime. It's got the added bonus of De Niro as a casino boss with mob ties, 
harking back to some of his most memorable roles like in, of course, 1995's Casino. He's the only reason I watched the film and his involvement is definitely something that gave the film some oomph. Nothing in the film particularly stands out. It's very by the numbers but competent enough to be enjoyable. The film tries hard to give its characters depth, something which I guess it has to seem as though where the story goes. Ultimately it's fluff, it's generic and a very basic level of filmmaking though, but compared to some of the crap that De Niro has been in recent years, it's a masterpiece. There are some moments of unintentional humour, one part which almost had me giggling was when a character is interrogating a woman, asking for the names of who robbed the casino. She eventually cries out the name of the robber she knows, shrieking, Cox, Cox, Cox. It was like she was begging to give a blowjob or something. Pretty tone deaf from the filmmakers there. Some of the dialogue comes with a slice of fingers on a chalkboard cringe as well. The most painful one was just after dinner found out about the robbery. And then he might as well have turned to the audience and said, This is why I can't let the money get away, guys. Because he looks at his number two and literally says, Okay, let's recap and then launches into an exposition speech about how his money that's stolen will connect him to criminal figures and that's why he has to get it back. The screenplay is also really poor, with plot holes so big you could drive bus 657 through them. Overall the movie is pretty shallow, it's a C-grade version of Speed. I enjoyed it, but I can see most being bored with it. I give it a 6 out of 10.